Hi, this is Danny Klein-Monisette, and this is the Afterbirth Podcast, featuring real stories about raising kids that you're not going to read in a parenting magazine. Here's a story by actress Marin Dungy called, Have I Got a Trip for You? It was recorded at the M-Bar in Hollywood, California in 2010. She's going to be reading her story from the book, so please give a warm welcome to Marin Dungy. Having a baby is like being offered a trip to Neptune. People you know have gone and they say, oh, it's great, it's, there's nothing like it, everyone should go. And so you plan your trip and book it with a travel agent. When you ask what it's like after you go to Neptune, she won't give you a straight answer. But the fact is, everyone you know who has gone to Neptune is just different now. They are changed and can't explain all the reasons why. But you think, that won't happen to me. I mean, what could happen? I'll be, still be the same person, right? I mean, really, how different could my life be? So the time comes, and you and your partner get in the rocket ship and go. And for some people, the trip is really amazing and easy and fast. And for some, it's awful, and they puke the whole time. And for others, they have this really long, beautiful experience, while for others, it's quick and painless. And when you get back, all you can do is talk about the trip at first. That's all anyone, wants, anyone who knows you wants to talk about anyway. And then, about three weeks later, you realize how different you are, how your life will never be the same, the things you've had to give up, the things that you are now asked to do. Sometimes you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, and you can see your old self in there, but just slightly, wait, oh, oh, shit, it's gone. <laughs> or you'll hear a song on the radio and remember the time before going to Neptune when that song meant it's the weekend and you can't wait for so-and-so's party, or it, it meant meeting friends for margaritas after work, or that trip to Vegas that was off the hook. But now that you've been to Neptune, and you only hear that song in the car rushing on the way to Ralph's. <clears throat> or you'll, you'll look in the closet, and you'll, you can't believe you ever wore a skirt that small, or short, or heels that high, or that expensive. I mean, what were you thinking? Didn't you realize you were going to Neptune someday, and all those things would become utterly useless? I mean, where are you going in those $745 red suede uh, Manolo Blahniks now? And now that you've gone to Neptune, do they even fit? It's so much easier to talk to those who've, been, who've traveled to Neptune. They walk around in that same fog that you do, and they speak the same foreign tongue. Onesie, binky, episiotomy, tummy time. They understand when you have to rush off to pump or deal with your sleep schedule. They empathize about the witching hour and colic or your desperation to only have time to watch Project Runway, or that TiVo is your only lifeline to the outside world. They know. They too have been to Neptune and know that you can never go home again. Now that I've been, I, I have a few things I need to say. <clears throat> I'd like to start by apologizing to my vagina. I just... Um, I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> I thought it might be easy, um, or, well, easier than it was. All my life I've been told that I have childbirthing hips, which is just a lie. It's a dirty goddamn lie. <laughs> it's like when people say, don't kill spiders because they're lucky. It's all fucking lies to make you feel better about the situation that you're in. I pushed for three hours, and I put you, dear vagina, through hell, and I am sorry. <laughs> I just wish I could go back in time and get to know you better and appreciate your work more. I just, I didn't know. 
I know you tried, and I tried to protect you, and I did my best, and I'm really, really sorry, and I can only hope that someday soon the bad feelings between us can be healed. I really hope that happens soon, because this relationship has gotten really painful, and honestly, it's been weeks now, so please let the healing begin. I would also like to apologize to my husband for many things. Um, the inappropriate name calling in the delivery room. All the resentment I had toward you because I had to carry her for nine months and you did not, and the name calling I did then as well. Um, I will have sex with you again uh, someday. I promise that will happen. <laughs> I mean, don't hold your breath or anything, but um, we'll get there, and I will wear attractive lingerie again. I mean, these gr grandma underpants aren't forever. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> about my boobs, while I appreciate your attempts to touch them, I hope you understand that these are not for you at this time. These are working breasts, and they are under construction at the moment. <clears throat> we appreciate your patience at this time. <laughs> it's, you know, it's funny. I can see both fear and delight in your eyes at the size of them, and trust me, they are something to fear. Um, <clears throat> I never thought one boob could dwarf the size of my baby's head, but it's true. <laughs> Her bravery to attack it literally head-on day after day is impressive. Um, I must apologize to her as well. I had no idea that my boobs would operate in a sprinkler-type fashion when it came to feeding, and I have shot her in the face many, many, many times. My apologies uh, there, but um, the way she fights back through the force of the spray, which is quite a force to be reckoned with, is, is really quite something. She is a brave, strong gal. I apologize to any woman whose baby shower I attended before I had a baby. Um, I just had no idea what you really needed, and all those useless stuffed animals and baby booties, <laughs> I'm sure they came in handy at some point. I just, I really should have stuck to the registry and got you something you could have used right away. I am sorry. I need to quickly apologize to my cats for bringing home the new hairless cat that gets all the attention. I'm sorry that you can no longer sleep in the bed and you have let me know how you feel about that with your poo. <laughs> Message received. <clears throat> I apologize once again to my husband this time for uh, criticizing you every time you dress our daughter. I know that she is my very own personal doll come to life and I, I like to play dress up, but Really, you make a lot of weird choices. <laughs> a sweater in August, you know, uh, it's the middle of the day, a nightgown, really? Uh, it's bedtime, sweetheart, why the hat? I, I'm gonna try and hold my tongue. I recognize that this is not America's Next Top Model, but I do ask you to think about what makes sense sometimes and uh, what matches. I apologize to every mother I saw before I had a baby for judging your appearance. <laughs> Mentally, I used to criticize those sweatpants and big t-shirts and haphazard ponytails. I mean, I just thought you just hadn't taken the time to get ready before you went out and maybe you were in need for a makeover. Perhaps we should get you on one of those special Oprah episodes. Now I understand that you had simply fallen into that mom thing I'm sorry because I was mean and misunderstood, misunderstood and I get it now. I understand those precious minutes that are savored when the baby goes down for a nap, the desperation to stretch them out and make the most of every minute. I could shower, I could eat, I could sleep, email, work out, do laundry, have sex. I, well, maybe not yet, but you know, I could do so much if she would just sleep for a few more minutes and inevitably there's that thing, that sound, that thing for the mon through the monitor. Wait, was, was, was that, was, 
Did she just sneeze? Is that is she up? She's not up, right? It, oh, please, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done eating. The coffee's almost ready. I thought I could shower. Just five more, five more, five more minutes. Please, just fuck. No, 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 no. Fuck, she's up. <laughs> she's up. She's hungry. She's wet. She's something. <clears throat> and once you've got her set, watered and fed, you gotta... There you are, you're now on the clock to get that errand done before it all unravels again. There was absolutely no time for a blowout and blusher, and I get it, I get it. I was a complete bitch, and I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, because I see how people look at me in the market with that mixture of pity and disgust. In my old, old Navy nursing tank covered in spit-up and the same maternity shorts that I wear every goddamn day, I am like the elephant man. I put my daughter in fancy clothes when we go out to compensate for the monster that is pushing her around. I see the stairs. I know what you're saying. Well, fuck you. Fuck you, you small pants wearing Miley Cyrus loving fuckhead. I just had a baby. I am not always this fat and I used to be on TV, so fuck you. I guess I should also apologize for my anger, but in solidarity to new mothers everywhere, I will not. <clears throat> Finally, I would like to apologize to my former self. I always thought you had a few pounds to lose and maybe you could just you could look a little better. I never knew how good I had it and I am really, really sorry. <sighs> what I would give to fit into those clothes again. I look at you longingly day after day. Hi, jeans. Hello, Diane von Furstenberg, wrap dress. You are all so good to me. Good times. <laughs> Dear former self, I never appreciated your boobs enough. They were great boobs, too. Not too big, not too small, just enough to collatage. I mean, it was really a really solid bunch of gals. <laughs> they got the job done. And now, who knows what's left. Former self, I should have let you sleep in more. I used to beat you up. I used to, I used to beat you up if you slept past eight or stayed out too late. I was a fool, a fool. And what do I? What did I know? And now to do anything at a leisurely pace, shop, eat, read, a newspaper, anything without having to wear a monitor like a fucking tricorder at a Star Trek, waiting, listening, for her. I am sorry, former self. I truly am. One thing that I will never be sorry about is that I took that trip to Neptune. I don't know if I'll go again, but I know it was worth no matter how much it cost me. I mean, I, I can't really explain it. You wouldn't understand. Not unless you've been. Thank you. For more information about Afterbirth, the live show, the book, or the podcast, please visit www.afterbirthstories.com. Thanks. Thanks.